This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Expanded Lovemaking Show. I'm your host, Dr. Patty Taylor of expandedlovemaking.com, and I teach you how to make exquisite love. This is part two of a two-part show. Today on the show, we are talking about female ejaculation for pleasure, healing, and connection. Women everywhere report having profound experiences with female amrita, or ejaculation, the liquids they expel from their yonis or vaginas. How can men help women have these ejaculations? Why is this such a deep experience? And of course, the one many of our listeners are asking, can this be learned in the comfort of your own home? Here to share her rich perspective with us is today's guest, Tallulah Sulis, back with us. So welcome back. Thank you, Patty. Great to be here. Yes, so um, we've uh, been going deeply into things already about all things ejaculatory and female. So we're going to just continue right along. But first, I'll tell you a little bit about Tallulah for those of us just hopping on board. Tallulah is an erotic coach. She's an educator, a performer, an artist, and a healer as well. She's a certified sexologist. She teaches workshops about female ejaculation and is also the producer of a best-selling DVD, Divine Nectar. She's created a newly released product, Squirt Your Heart Out, Unleash Your Explosive Sexual Power. Okay, well, why don't we get started? Uh, I think we should just at least briefly recap on what is female ejaculation, just uh, the, the very, like, very short <laughs> recap. Sure, it's a clear fluid that comes from the urethra and the female prostate, and it's just, it just could be a small amount or wet an entire bed. That was short and clear. Um, so what colors does it come in? Is it always clear or could it be different colors or flavors or textures or scents or anything? It um, is mostly a clear color. Um, sometimes it can be slightly yellow or it could be a little bit more milky in color. So it, it can have variations of color. For the most part, it's clear. It definitely can have variations of taste and smell. And I think a lot of that has to do with the woman's diet and where she's at in her cycle. Okay, good. Because we have been talking about uh, how do you know if you actually have been ejaculating just to kind of bring people up to speed here. So it would be helpful if we could kind of just check things out and sort of examine, you know, what's been going on. So we've been talking about solo practices in the first show. And of course, your new products squirt your heart out gives a lot of those practices. Do you also have a lot of practices for men to give their partners? Yes, I think it's really the number one thing I would say is giving her permission and being very encouraging of her. Women need to feel really comfortable in order to have this experience. There is an element of vulnerability in ejaculating. There is also, yeah, there's emotional element that comes with it. And sometimes we won't ejaculate if we're not feeling our partner will support us or if we feel comfortable enough to really express that wild side of our sexuality. So I think emphasizing to your partner 
that she has permission to express herself fully is one of the, the greatest gifts a partner can give, you know, whether it's a male or female can give their partner is expressing that and really just emphasizing that. And I think when she knows that she can have that crazy look on her face or have her leg up in the air twitching or that she could let out a huge sob or a scream or an animal noise, and that's totally acceptable. Um, sometimes verbally giving that um, that permission, but also energetically, just knowing that, that you are comfortable with her expressing herself fully. I think women have a lot of shyness about their authentic sexual expression and what that looks like. Um, if they've been exposed to a lot of porn or just seen these very sort of fairy tale images of women and their sexuality, they might feel embarrassed about about that. So when you're all in your head concerned about what you look like or how you sound or if you're not ladylike enough, you're not going to be ejaculating nor are you going to be experiencing explosive sexual, you know, experiences or orgasms. So I would say that that's number one. It's so it's not an actual technique, it's just a presence, it's a way of being. Okay, so I want to go back to the men, but even before I do that, why is this so emotional for women? Well, it is said that we actually hold and house a lot of our emotional energy energy spots. It is this locus of emotional energy. We have emotional energy that we store all over our bodies. Maybe when, when we've gotten a massage before, we um, have our neck massage and then a, sort of a memory or an image or an experience kind of comes up and gets released through that experience because we are somatic beings. We house energy in our bodies and sometimes it's really positive and sometimes it's more negative or traumatic. So a lot of women, even just a, a bad trip to the gynecologist can create some kind of trauma and oftentimes it's stored in the G-spot. So with G-spot stimulation, um, sometimes we uncover that, especially if we're really feeling connected and, and able to be in that space. Uh, or sometimes it's spontaneous and we totally are not prepared for it. So it's the G-spot that in particular, it's a muscle that houses emotional energy. And sometimes when that comes up, we are scared to really release it or we're scared about being so emotional during sex. So I really think that that's a very important part of healing the healing process and also embracing our emotional energy as part of our sexuality. Okay, so what kinds of emotions could come up and do they keep coming up or is this something that tends to pass if if you do it enough? That's a really good question. I think it depends on the person and what they're going through. Um, for some women, it's years and years of work to really um, overcome sexual trauma or abuse or experiences that they're just still dealing with. Um, and But I really think that working with the G-spot and, and moving the energy out through your body, whether it's breath or with your voice or with just deep sighing or with orgasm, you can release that energy. And I really think that talking it out with a therapist is always great. But when you work directly with the body, you are, I, I do believe, exponentially moving through things that could take a very long time with talk therapy, which there are benefits to all of those. I think when you realize that you do have some emotional trauma or energy that you want to, that you know that is there or has been inhibiting your sex life in some way, working with your partner or working with yourself or working with a therapist is a really great way to uncover that. And I, I do think that it could take several sessions or it could just be literally just one experience where you release it and then it's no longer stuck in your body. Okay. So would you say it's also true that a lot of women also have the 
female ejaculative experiences and don't have a whole lot of emotional trauma? Oh, yes, absolutely. Sometimes it's just pure ecstatic joy and bliss. And it's just a very pure energetic experience. It doesn't have to be a very emotional experience. I think it all has to do with where you're at and how in touch you are with your body and what's going on for you. And I think if you're just in a really juicy situation with your partner or yourself, you can ejaculate and just feel just this pure energy coming through your body. And then other times there's a story with it. Sometimes there's just a a deep energetic release but you don't know where it comes from or why. So I think uh, every moment is just so different with it. And that's what's so exciting about sexuality is it's ever-changing. You can't step in the same river twice. You can't have the same orgasm twice. And so it's always changing, evolving, and, and changing as you change. I would say that's been my experience. If if I'm going to cry, uh, I might cry during sex, but it'll be a beautiful release, in which case I might cry during ejaculating too, but for the most part, it's it's kind of random. I mean, it's more a function of where my mood is at, um, but I've also, and then I'm back into the, you know, the bliss and, and what have you with, with the ejaculation. It's, it's not an ongoing thing. It's more a reflection of just where I am at the moment, which, <laughs> but I think sometimes, I think people might experience a little bit of stuff in the beginning and then just kind of pass through that because it's just new for them. And then it's kind of. Yeah, I I say that there's many different states that the G-spot can be in when you start stimulating it and working with it. One is numb. It can just literally not have much sensation at all because it's a new experience if you've never really paid attention to your G-spot or even known where it was then it's not going to have awakened sensation. Sometimes it does, but sometimes you actually, the the amazing thing about the G-spot is you can actually awaken sensation in your G-spot. This is an amazing thing to uncover. Literally by focusing your attention, knowing that it exists and stimulating it, you will actually awaken this part of your body. You can actually do that with any part of your body, particularly the G-spot. So I know a lot of women who've sort of, said, oh, my G-spot feels numb or it just feels like there's some weird pressure there. And I don't know. I'm just not, I don't, I'm not having this explosive, amazing, ecstatic experience with my G-spot. And I said, just give it some time, stimulation and love, and also work with your clit too. You know, get into a really aroused state. Try stimulating it when you're not aroused. Try stimulating it when you are already aroused, when it's already engorged, when you're already really juicy and turned on, it's going to feel different. What do you think is the difference with women who have a fully aroused G-spots? You mean what is the difference between... Just on a feeling level, energetically, you know, have they reclaimed a certain part of their being uh, or their goddess nature? Well, I think that all women get, whether they're aware of their G-spot or not, their G-spots do get aroused and engorged. And um, like I said, there's erectile tissue. So whether we're aware of it or not, we're all getting engorged. And the feeling of a really erect and engorged G-spot, it's like this feeling of fullness. And I kind of see it as like a water balloon, (laughs) you know, it's like kind of like where you can just like feel the energy that's just waiting to be released. And sometimes it doesn't get released, especially if we don't know that it's there to begin with. And that's when a partner can actually maybe see that, like how engorged it is and actually feel it. And sometimes it even makes, you know, the entrance a little bit more difficult or tighter because it's just so big. It like balloons out actually. So I really do feel like 
when the G spot is really engorged and aroused, it's like she's just kind of like this water balloon <laughs> that's just kind of like waiting to to really like just be releasing that that energy and in, in the ejaculate. So I want to find out what a partner can do to help open up the uh, floodgates, so to speak. Please stay with us. This is Dr. Patty, and we're talking to Tallulah Sulis about female ejaculation for pleasure, healing, and connection. You can find out more about Tallulah at her website, Divine Nectar, the movie. And also, she has just released Squirt Your Heart Out, Unleash Your Explosive Sexual Power. Imagine if you could become a way better lover in her eyes. Women, do you want deeper intimacy and orgasms far more intense, prolonged, and vivid than anything you've ever experienced? Expand Her Orgasm Tonight is an instantly downloadable, easy-to-learn 21-day training system for partners. Let Dr. Patty teach you the art of expanded orgasm. The genital massage techniques coupled with mind and heart opening practices will give you both full body, full being, orgasmic experiences. Then wait and see what happens. Curious? Want to expand her orgasm tonight? Oh yeah. And it's totally free to find out more. Get the three free pleasure guides plus the free orgasmic techniques mini course and when you're ready, get $100 off the original cost with promo code SAVE at expandherorgasmtonight.com. We're back. So um, can you tell us what can a guy do? He maybe notices that he's having a hard time getting his finger inside of her. Maybe he's sensing or she's sensing or they're sensing that She's wanting to ejaculate or just have her G-spot played with. Now what? Well, if you're a partner of a woman who you want to have this experience with and have her ejaculate, I think it's really good to just really tune into her, try to put your thoughts aside, and really just focus in on her body language because some women are really great at verbalizing what they need. Um, They're a little to the left, over to the right, and sometimes you're just getting moans and sometimes you're getting writhing around. So it's really important to be able to really tune into your, your partner's body language or even ask her, can you please let me know if this feels good or that feels good? I recommend massaging her, just massaging her yoni, massaging the outer lips, massaging the inner lips, getting her really nice and the blood and energy circulating around her yoni so that she can really just be really lit up in all areas of her body. So even a full body massage. And once she's in this relaxed, open, engorged and juicy place, I recommend Uh, Using your fingers at first, you want to take one finger at first and then gradually you can, you know, ask permission to use a second finger too. And you're literally just finding the G spot. You're going for the spongy mound with ridges. It kind of feels like the roof of your mouth and it's right near the vaginal opening and you find the spongy mound. You can even feel like sort of gutters that run along either side of it. And you want to go behind the sponge. And you can actually use very firm pressure on the G-spot. I would start a little bit lighter, of course, check in with her. And actually, the G-spot can take very rigorous pressure. And it can take fast pressure. It can take really slow, intense, deep pressure. 
So a lot of times if a woman's not really feeling much when you're stimulating her G-spot, try going a little firmer with your pressure or a little more rigorous with your stimulation. And some of the stimulation could be the come hither is the, the famous one where you're literally just taking your fingers and doing the come hither motion at, from behind the sponge forward. And you also, another sensitive part of her G-spot is the urethral opening. So literally just the opening itself, if you're rubbing near the vaginal opening. So it's actually really hard to find where the actual urethral opening is, but it's attached with the sponge. So if you know where the sponge is, the urethral opening is literally on the front of the sponge or very nearby. So sometimes rubbing you know, deeper in behind the sponge, using firm pressure is really great. Checking in with her for variations of speed and pressure and, oh, does this feel good? How about this? Try the windshield wiper (laughs) method or try rubbing in circles or maybe she's going to really just want you to be on the urethral opening. So the two hot spots on the G-spot is right near the opening, so the front of the sponge and then the back of the sponge. And I highly recommend firm pressure. I would also recommend her stimulating her clit at the same time. That way you can totally focus on her G-spot. So if you are just really focused on that and variating your pressure and really just checking in with her, she knows how she likes her clit stimulated. Or you can switch it up. Sometimes doing both at the same time can because you're doing different movements. It's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. So making sure that you're stimulating her G-spot, focusing on that, And you can either tap the urethral opening, you can slap it, you can rub it very vigorously with your fingers or with your penis. You can actually use your penis to angle up towards the G-spot or rub the external part, the outside of the, the urethral sponge. And just make sure you're not blocking their urethral opening when it's time for her to ejaculate. Good advice. I want to go back because I have the advantage of looking at you in person and you're beautiful, of course. It's a double advantage. (laughs) Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, but I'm watching your come hither motion here. And since it's so important, uh, I I thought I'd just kind of backtrack and see if we couldn't just kind of um, give a a auditory description to our listeners because they might want to go home and practice how would you describe that? Um, are they bending at the first knuckle, the second knuckle? Are they kind of like lifting up like they were going to hook up and pick up like a package of, uh, I don't know, <laughs> a handbag that weighed about three ounces and you were just sort of scooping it up and lifting it by the handles and your fingers would have that kind of hook to it. So if you could just sort of wave your fingers back and forth, that would be the come hither motion. And if you stuck it up, it'd be like, come here, come here. But how would you describe it? Well, actually, I think you did a great job of describing it, actually. That was really good good detail. And since each woman's G-spot is slightly different or the pressure that she wants is going to be different, you're going to find that different kinds of G-spot stimulation works differently. But in terms of the come hither motion, like I said, you are using pretty firm pressure. You're really like, yeah, it's like hooking. You're literally kind of hooking behind that sponge. And actually, apply if she's on her back, for example, then you're literally just going to hook behind her sponge and actually apply pressure up and then forward towards yourself. So you're literally just 
really hooking up and it's like getting that nice hook and really not being scared to really just go in there and and really like be confident in your touch with it i think that's an important part of it there's also another move where you're not using your your index and middle finger you're using your index and ring finger and then your other two fingers are just straight out and you're actually using those two fingers to the middle finger and the ring finger and then you have your other hand firmly on her pubic bone and then you can actually just literally move your hand up and down firmly so you're not necessarily doing as much come hither but you're literally just kind of using the palm of your hand to um, work her clit a little bit while simultaneously being you know having your fingers hooked around her g-spot the other hand is just you know holding space sort of applying pressure to her pubic mound and you talk about this in your uh squirt your heart out yes it's a little bit hard to explain verbally but once you see it it's that's actually a very important move to learn okay good and with and with the hooking motion you're isn't it like you're just hooking right under her pelvic bone so if you could just sort of grab onto that and underneath that or behind that yeah and actually internally oftentimes it's literally sort of internally right behind the clit. So if you know, if you can see where her clit is and then you move your fingers, it's often the place sort of behind that internally. But yeah, you will feel her pubic bone and you will feel the spongy mound. And if you can't feel it, for some women, they get really engorged and they get like really big spongy mounds. And so for some women, um, not so much. And it's a little bit harder to locate. But the more aroused she is and turned on, the more you'll be able to easily locate that sponge. Well, I think that's incredible advice. Thank you so much. I'm totally inspired. (laughs) So we're going to take another break. This is Dr. Patty, and we're talking to Tallulah Sulis about female ejaculation for pleasure, healing, and connection. And you can find out more about her um, at her website, divinenectarthemovie.com. And also her new product, squirtyourheartout.com. Please stay with us. I'm Dr. Patty Taylor, creator of a brand new system called Expand Her Orgasm Tonight, the 21-day program for partners. Discover your hidden abilities to take your sex and love life to the next level and beyond. Check out my program at expandherorgasmtonight.com. Get my free mini course and three free expanded orgasm guides at expandherorgasmtonight.com. I guarantee your satisfaction. We're back. So I was just wondering, how have you seen women change who have fully gotten into this? I think women become more confident. They become more empowered. I'd say it's also very exhilarating and they have like a a glow about them because I really think that it releases so much energy and it really puts a bounce in your step and really just gives you sort of this this shiny, vivacious, everyday life. I really do think it's very healthy to ejaculate. So I think that the sense of empowerment and confidence that you have about being able to do this and really like be a very juicy, luscious woman, it really transforms your entire life. Every aspect of how you see yourself in the world, you know, when you can really just own your juiciness and really just know that you can let go and express yourself freely. I think that there's so much liberation that comes with that. 
That all sounds good to me. And do women wind up ejaculating, you know, every time or is this kind of an option on a date? I think it's definitely an option. Although the more you learn about it, the more you practice it, the more you have control over it. For some women, they ejaculate, they don't know how it happened or it just happens and they don't necessarily know how to control it. But it's actually fairly easy to control it. Once you're in touch with your pelvic floor muscles, it's kind of like starting and stopping the flow of urine. If you want to ejaculate, you're pushing out or releasing. And if you don't want to ejaculate, let's say you're hooking up with someone and you're on a nice piece of furniture, which is not your own, and it's just so inappropriate to be getting that wet or ejaculating all over the place, then you're going to want to like, you know, squeeze those PC muscles and hold off the ejaculate. There are times where it's it's really hard to control it because you're, if you're really surrendered and there's some really rigorous pressure on your G-spot, you might not be able to have total control if you're really just in the moment. So I certainly don't ejaculate every time that I'm sexual with someone. I go through phases, actually. There's sometimes where I, you know, I feel really juicy with a partner and the chemistry and the energy is such that I ejaculate a lot with them. And then other partners where it's not as much or it's more infrequent. And, you know, either way is I think it's good to just know that it exists and have the choice. It's not the end all be all. It's not something that every single time you have to to do or want to do. Yeah, I think that's an important point uh, for myself. I've been an ejaculator for years. And uh, so I think it's really nice to just have the option. And so I I do it when I want to and, um, and when my partner knows how to give it to me. And I think that's the best of all possible worlds. And uh, I'd say I have great orgasms when I don't ejaculate and I have great ones when I do. And there is a special flavor to the ones where I do. But, you know, for those listeners who aren't having them right now, uh, I want to say that uh, I have spectacular ones when I don't. So I want to go back to the point where I think it's entirely possible to have a phenomenal sex life without them. And if you're just starting out or learning uh, to really keep that in mind, that it's not a requirement to be juicy, wet, and wonderful. And uh, like you said, I think the most exciting thing of all is just to know, as you say, that it's something that a woman can learn if she wants to. I just cannot, what you just said was was perfect because I cannot emphasize that enough. I do, if I get any negative feedback, it has been women saying, well, this is just another thing that I have to feel pressure to learn and I really you know, cannot emphasize enough that where you're at is perfect. And yes, you can have a marvelous, wonderful sex life without ejaculating and really, I one of the main things I teach about it is because a lot of women are already ejaculating or needing to ejaculate, but that since they don't know what it is, they think they have to pee and they're holding back a huge part of their sexuality out of fear. And I really don't want women going around thinking that they have to pee when it's really the need to ejaculate. So that's another reason why I just teach this. So people can get informed and then decide, oh, I want this as part of my sexual palette or I don't, but at least they're getting informed about it. So, and of course that's so noble of you. <laughs> what a what a great mission in life. Kind of like expanded orgasm. You know, everybody ought to have them if they want them. So how long might it take someone to learn? What's the range? 
can literally be from, as you said earlier, like seeing it, just seeing it, an example of it, whether it's just like seeing it in a video or in live person to actually like taking, you know, a couple years. It depends where you're at with your, your journey. For some women, they've come to me and they said, I'm ready to ejaculate. I want to learn. And actually we've had to back way up because we first have to like, help them with orgasm or help them um, overcome some sexual trauma or wounding. So if you have a lot of blockages because of sexual wounding or trauma, jumping right into ejaculating, you have to actually, you know, it's a different journey for you. It's not, it's not any lesser of a journey. I think that actually what we go through in the, and in our emotional energy behind our sexuality is a beautiful gift. And when we embrace that, instead of seeing it as some burden, which sometimes it will feel like that way. I myself have definitely had to overcome different kinds of sexual trauma and wounding on different levels. And so I've definitely been on that journey myself. It's a very hard journey and it takes a lot of courage, but I really feel like you will come out the other end having faced that fear and gone through that healing experience. You will come out with so much more like joy and freedom of your sexual expression when you really have gone there instead of just being like, no, <laughs> I don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. It can be overwhelming. I know I've, I've been there with it, but it really is amazing when you give yourself the permission to really go there on an emotional level and with a partner you trust or with a good therapist. The journey is the reward. Absolutely. So we are coming to uh, the end of our show, but I was wondering if you could give us another example of uh, someone or a couple maybe this time that you worked with who had a great experience with female ejaculation. Well, let's see. I think with a couple, it's really exciting too because you're sharing this experience with your partner. And I think from a male perspective, I had a guy write into me recently and he said in his email that he was the one who was really excited about ejaculating and he presented this to his partner and he worked with her and was was trying to learn different G-spot techniques. And he said that one of the things that actually got her to ejaculate was his enthusiasm alone. I mean, he was doing some G-spot techniques, so I wouldn't say alone. But I would say that what he told her was he gave her permission. And then he said to her, this is just like so hot, exciting and juicy. And I, I'm not putting pressure on you or anything, but I just want you to know that anything, whether even you pee or whatever happens, like I'm totally here for you. And I, and like, I accept that. And he would just kept encouraging her and just telling her how juicy she was. And he said that she totally got aroused. Just even being thought of as so juicy and wonderful. And he said that like, just to tell people out there that if you are a partner of a woman that you want to work with this with, that your encouragement and your enthusiasm is probably one of the number one things. Wow. Well, that's a fabulous story. And I have to say, speaking for myself, I can't get enough encouragement. Even now, even tonight, when I go upstairs and I'm with my partner, I will be thrilled when he encourages me. I don't think it ever goes away, that desire to have a man tell me, I want to see you let go. I want all that you have to give me, and I will love and adore and cherish everything you have. And, and actually to encourage me out and bring me out, because deep down, I am kind of shy. I'm still kind of shy. I don't think it ever ends. And so that story really touched me personally. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think my most wonderful and explosive and juicy experiences that I've had with partners, it was mostly because of the energy of them encouraging me and literally authentically being genuinely enthusiastic about me ejaculating. It was the most exciting, exhilarating thing for them. And so partners who were really just like, you know, oh my God, this is so hot. Oh my God, give it to me. Come on, baby. You know, that kind of juiciness and excitement. I literally, my body just would respond, you know, it was just like this immediate response. So that is just a really important piece. I know from my personal experience, it sounds like yours too. Well, two two experts here agreeing on the importance of the energy. You heard it first. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay, well, we are going to bring the show to a close before we do. Would you like to leave our listeners with an inspiring thought? Um, My inspiring thought is to really just... Be proud of who you are sexually and and understand your gifts and even your wounding as a gift. And it's not easy. It takes a lot of courage, but enjoy the journey. Like you said, it's a beautiful journey and it's a perfect journey. And just know that you have so much to offer and there's unlimited sexual potential. Okay. Well, I'll take that into my day. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me, Patty. It's been a joy and pleasure. So that does bring us to the end of our show. We've been talking to Tallulah Sulis. She's just released Squirt Your Heart Out. And you can find out more about that at squirtyourheartout.com. And listeners of our show can get $100 off by just typing in the promo code SPECIAL. So that supports this show. And so please think of that when you go visit squirtyourheartout.com. So... For text and transcripts of this show and other shows on the Personal Life Media Network, please visit our website at personallifemedia.com. Please send me email at patty at personallifemedia.com. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the Expanded Lovemaking Show so you can get automatic updates as soon as they become available. This is your host, Dr. Patty Taylor. That's all for now. I remain yours in ever-expanding lovemaking. And... I'll see you next week. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.